Hey there, if you're seeing or hearing this, it means you're listening to the public feed of Garage Monologues, and I'm really glad that you're here. Thanks for being here. If you want to listen to this like five months ago, uh, you can get caught up today because the whole second season is about to wrap over on the members only feed, which you can get at patreon.com slash jswanson. So jump on over there if you want to get all the way caught up. Otherwise, these episodes will keep coming out just with a little bit of a delay, like a five month delay. Maybe six, I don't know. We'll see what season two and season three bring. Very excited, though. Just uh, interviewed Nathaniel Drew, my buddy, about uh, some exciting big changes going on in his life that if you're a fan of his, you're going to want to know about. So jump on over to Patreon, take advantage of that, and, uh, you know, then you can skip this opening intro thing and the ad in the middle. Anyways, enjoy this episode. It's a recent change. I, mean, I had to change Cooper's food again coming back uh, from the States because I miscalculated how much food uh, I had on hand and how much you would need while we were away. And um, yeah, that's the that's the price I pay. Trying to get this focused in is also not working with me here. Hi, this is the season finale of uh, Garage Monologues, which this is a phenomenal start to it, talking about dog farts. I guess that tells you everything you need to know about just where things are going right now. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm uh, almost over the jet lag. I've been back in Paris for two days now, two or three days after a couple days in London. Uh, I just finished editing and uploading that video. I'm trying to make a thumbnail. I got some really good advice on just making some more eye-catchy thumbnails, and I need to work on my personal branding. And it, it's thanks to Patreon, actually. Thanks to you. Uh, and Patreon specifically actually hired um, someone through Adobe. Basically, they partnered with Adobe to do like a little session workshop with us with a design professional who came in to talk about branding. And uh, it was amazing. It was really, really nice. And so then she... I actually went through all my stuff. I, I, I totally took her up on the offer to, to go over some of our stuff. And I... Um, I asked her to look at like, yeah, my channel, Patreon, everything. And she, well, I actually just asked her to look at one thing and she ended up looking at everything. And it was really cool because she gave me a lot of really good feedback. So I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to try and delineate my vlogs from press my pocket from any other series that we end up doing through the thumbnail design, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I just have never done it. So I'm making myself do it now. But as I looked at all of this, uh, I thought I'd kind of share a little bit about what's going on because I, I tweeted about this that all of the vlogs from this season are going to come in wildly wildly out of chronological order, um, which is true and hopefully not confusing. Uh, but it's just because I've been filming a lot but not editing a lot. And I was filming a lot, a lot for Paris in My Pocket, working so hard to get all that done before I left for the States. Crazy to think that I'm already back. Uh, and we can talk a little bit about how that was and how I feel and where I'm at. Um, but in the spirit of this season of my vlog and the end of this season of the podcast being kind of out of order, why not just talk about whatever's right in front of me? So I just have all of this footage, like all this, these interesting and fun shots like of Cooper learning how to swim or um, going to new places, doing new things. And I'm, I want to make this video about raising Cooper, but I also... I don't know how I, I think that I, I'm really kind of confused by how everything is performing and 
where I should be directing my time and my attention, my efforts. Because Paris in My Pocket's doing very well, which is great. I thought it would. Um, a lot of you have said you believed it would from the beginning. A lot of you saw me starting that and were like, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna do well. And I appreciate the faith. And I agree. I, that's why I launched into it was because it's like, I think that this is something that could be a thing. So th- those are doing well. And they're, they're doing so well, in fact, that they're a minimum like doubling the view count of my average vlogs, assuming that I do the ones that are generally going to be a little bit more interesting to a mainstream Paris interested audience. The breweries video did not do very well. Um, but other than that, they're all doing pretty well. And then with the vlogs, the vlogs, yeah, are definitely not not hitting the same level. And maybe part of that's because of the thumbnail stuff. Like I said, maybe I need maybe rebranding the thumbnails, and I'm gonna re I'm gonna re-edit all of them and hopefully get them uh, where they need to be. Maybe it's just that nobody's as interested in my life anymore, which is understandable. I've made like 1,300, almost 1,400 videos about my life. I can understand if maybe that that, that was enough for a lot of people. And for me, it is, it's also kind of enough. And I think that's what I'm struggling. And you know this, uh, if you've been watching for more than five minutes or listening to these, but you know, I'm struggling to kind of figure out what the next steps are. I think Paris in my pocket's definitely, um, something to keep going with and to double down on. And I'm going to spend this, this time. I kind of feel like I'm going to get this, um, video about going to see Paul's show in London uh, done. There's a lot of fun London content that got cut out of that because I just wanted to make it a one shot story. Um, and so what do I do with all this stuff? Like I'm not used to having all this extra content that's not going anywhere. I have, uh, all this stuff that I filmed training Cooper and I filmed a whole, I filmed multiple times in California, the whole premise and talking parts. Um, but it's just kind of slow. And so I'm wondering maybe also, maybe I should just make some patron only vlogs that are only available to you guys on Patreon. Of course, if you're listening to this however many months from now, if you're not a patron, please do become a patron. It makes all the difference. It makes all of this possible. I say that every time because it's very true. I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for Patreon and my patrons. The generosity of my viewers is astounding. And for those of you that can't afford to be patrons, that's why this podcast comes out on a delay is so that you don't get left out. I don't want anyone who can't afford my content to miss out on it. Um, I'll, but I also uh, would like to continue to grow and advance the projects that I'm doing. And so I need money. So if you can become a patron, please, please do. There's no upper limit to how many patrons I could use on board uh, because the bigger we get, the stronger we get, we are. It's almost like uh, Power Rangers, you know, combine us and we are. Make a, a mighty mega morphin Power Ranger. What was the name of the main guy? Anyways. My nephews are super into it. That was fun to hang out with them. Um, and they've obviously influenced my thinking a little bit. So what do I do, I guess, with all this? Because I also, I had a lot of fun making this this travel video. And I would like to get back to traveling, but I kind of feel like it'd be fun. It It's more valid. I don't know. It feels like the response is so much stronger to... Um, the stuff that takes the extra production, you know, like, like instead of vloggy vlogging, like presenting, taking the time to do some research in advance and just making a video that's, that's a little bit more polished. Um, 
And I, I know there are a lot of people that really like the the classic blog stuff. I've gotten some emails from some people who are very disappointed in me for not continuing. There's, and I'm going to, and I can't please everybody. And I'm okay with this now. I've gotten to a point where I'm okay with it. I And I, I generally ignore those emails too, because even when they're worded very nicely, um, I think a lot of people miss the point of how, <laughs> how not nice it kind of is for people to basically write you and say like, I don't like when you make what you want to make. I like when you make what I want you to make. So just make what I want you to make because I like it. And it, I think they think it's a compliment in telling me that they like that other stuff, but you get it. Um, so anyways, um, I just, I don't know exactly how to proceed. So I feel like I need to stop for a minute and really double down on the Paris in my pocket stuff. But that means also like the website and there's like another phase of like, okay, I got everything up, but now, and people are checking it out, buying guides, which is great. But now like, I know it could be better. I know that the website could be better. I need to simplify it and improve the messaging, improve the calls to action, improve the calls to action in the videos. Um, I need to go back then and rework the guide itself. Like it, it could be shortened probably. Uh, I need to actually, I need to update it and then get it edited for real because it's never been properly edited and then get it proofread and then get it redesigned and get it to a state that it I think it deserves to be. And then it's pretty much going to be, I will be able to leave it from there with little updates here and there. But that'll be like one final major update. Um, and so there's just a few things to circle back to like that to refine and to revise. And I feel like some of that needs to happen before I even make more videos. I don't think I need to hold off on necessarily revising, redoing the guide until I've made more videos because a lot of these videos are going to be evergreen. They're going to be sending people to it regardless. And it's not going to be me saying like, oh, and everything's new. Um, but the website and the process, I think it's a little bit cumbersome and I think that it could be better and so on and so forth. So there's just a lot of work to do there. And I really enjoy the sense of focus, I guess, concentration on, on a task in front of me and doing that. And so that's kind of where I want to lean into. It's more the vlogging question and like what comes next outside of that? Because Paris in my pocket, I think is, is a great seasonal type of content. I feel like I could probably do it twice a year, maybe something like that, where I put out 10 or a dozen videos on it. But does that scratch the itch? And Talking to um, someone who I'm talking to about coming on board to kind of operate as an admin assistant, but also someone who's going to come in and just help take over as much work as possible and then systematize it with me. Um, I've, I've kind of gotten as far as I can get by myself. And if you've been following for a long time, you know that I've tried to find ways of building a team. And usually it's been premature because I haven't really had the money for it. Thanks to you and thanks to the guide sales and thanks to whatever, I should be able to really genuinely afford to bring on somebody who can really help with that and then focus them on helping to either get work off my plate so that I can focus on content creation or uh, build and uh, develop the parts of what's going on that could generate more revenue so that we can grow. Because when you think about it, like it'd be so great to have so much more help doing everything. Um, and my friends, thankfully, are very helpful when they're around. Uh, but the the cost scales pretty quickly, and I'm still very small on YouTube Like to be hiring much of a team. Most of my friends who are on YouTube or are traditionally 
uh, established within what they do have other resources to get the help they need than I do. And so I'm always trying to figure out how to do this. And I think we're figuring it out, but it is that kind of a thing. So I feel like upcoming, a lot of the work is going to be going into refining and improving what we have, developing like the systems to drive, uh, you know, a, a, a better business as far as what I'm doing. And then getting me back to creating content that I'm actually really excited about and proud of um, and just growing. Cause I think that the, the hard thing has been, I've really, really enjoyed Paris in my pocket because it's been a step in a different direction and it's been fun creatively. It's also like simpler in a way because I can sit down and write out kind of a mini guide and then just go film it. And there's something just really enjoyable about that because there's pretty strong, there's pretty understandable, clear boundaries Whereas like this video that I made going from San Diego to, to London, San Diego, LA, Paris, London, like I kind of knew what the main stops were going to be and what the main thrust of it was going to be, but I didn't fully know exactly. And then I kept filming and vlogging while I was there and it just, it, it never stops until you've sat down and edited it and done it. And that's fine. Like I can do that, but I've done that for years and it just kind of creeps and suddenly Again, suddenly vlogging is becoming my whole life again is what it feels like, I guess. And it's also, yeah, and again, I'm not doing it in a way that, that was fun. I had an idea for that one and I wanted to be fast. I wanted to do just a quick, fun, fast, um, snarky travel video. And it actually got me psyched to go traveling more. Like I, this trip, at the end of this trip especially, I was finally feeling better, like feeling healthy and ready to come back. So see, we're working our way backwards in subject matter here. But I, I was really, really ready to come back to Paris. Um, I missed home, and I it's the break I needed because I really, if you've ever lived in a big city, I think it may be the same everywhere, but for sure, among my friends who live in Paris, we all say and know that you need to get out of Paris to really appreciate Paris. Like, you need to leave. But we rarely do or don't do it as much as we should, especially through the pandemic. And it's why I've talked about road tripping. It's why I've talked about, about all these other things that I want to be doing. But I got really excited for it. And then going to London and having a little bit of time by myself, I think was really nice too. But getting to London and seeing friends and just kind of also doing my own thing a lot of the time. I was like, yeah, I, I miss this though too. Like I really miss getting out and traveling. And so it got me thinking like, well, how do I do like a traveling Europe series? You know, like how do I how do I take what experience and knowledge I have about these places, reach out, do some more research and then go make some fun stuff. And that was getting exciting in the same vein as like the Paris in my pocket series. It's like, well, this would be, this could be really cool. I like this. And so I just kind of feel like maybe what it is is I just need a break from the vlogging on the personal side. Like I've got a couple videos that I want to put out. I think secret project number one, is it secret project number one? The documentary is it, has been bumped up in priority because of current events in the world right now. Um, the Supreme Court just falling all over itself to, I don't know, throw us back into medieval times. As fun as it is to visit castles, I wouldn't want to live in an era where we actually have castles. That I don't know if that made any sense. Dude, yeah, it's been nuts. So there, there, I feel like the secret project is going to have to be escalated because it kind of relates to that. And 
um, was something that I wanted to make a bigger, longer documentary. I've talked about this in an earlier episode of Garage Monologues. So if you listened or watched that, I guess that one was before. I can convert that one to audio, though, I guess. we can When we release the season, I'll, I'll convert those to audio so people can can listen to them. But, um, man, I... I just, I was, I backburnered it because I was like, I don't have the time for this to do this traditionally, like to do it properly, bigger budget and all that. I mean, it was just going to be as much work to get the project started as it was to actually just make it. And again, I needed to focus. I was kind of burned out and I wanted to get into the Paris in my pocket stuff and I've just needed to cut every project that I can out and I'm starting to feel like vlogging might fall under that same heading. So it's kind of like, okay, well, let's let's take the uh, secret project number one. Let's turn that into, um, let's turn that into just a, a vlog, basically. I think I can make a really quick, punchy, good video out of it that won't be what I imagined it would be. Um, wasn't what I intended to make, but I think we'll still be good in a different vein, and I think it, I think it'll work. And uh, so we'll see. I got to I got to start working on that. So it's kind of like in the next few days, I'm going to kind of focus on editing these videos. Once those are edited and slotted to go out, there's still the cocktail video to come out for Paris in My Pocket as well. I might go out and film another Paris in My Pocket video, like one more for this month for July, I guess, is what we're talking about as far as release schedules go. But um, it's June 30th when I'm recording this, by the way. So you, you probably, I don't know if you'll hear it, before July, but if I can, oh man, yeah, if I can, I'm just thinking through how to, how to narrow this down. If I can get those, those videos done, I will not, that won't be the end of season nine, but it'll basically be back to what I was talking about earlier, which is like, I will vlog when I really feel like it. And I feel like making a video that's, that like, I, I really want to make in a specific, um, but otherwise I'm going to focus just on Paris in my pocket and then maybe developing some other ideas or starting to develop them. But Paris in my pocket, basically only for the rest of this year. Do some research for that. Work on all the stuff I was talking about on the side. Make sure that like everything is getting, the systems are getting put in place basically. And then have another late summer, early fall sprint to make a whole bunch of Paris in my pocket videos. Have a, some interesting stuff lined up for that already, which I think will be fun. Um, and yeah, and then I think that's where I reevaluate and I say, okay, how's this going? How's Paris in my pocket going? How have the vlogs that I have made done so far? They're underperforming by a long shot and maybe that's a sign. But also, like I said, for me personally, maybe I just need to take a break from it so that I can come back to it excited and like ready to make really cool vlogs. And again, that's also the reason for the garage monologues, right? That That's the whole reason that I'm podcasting is to keep contact with you, with my patrons and like, I think the core audience, the people that are interested in me as a person, um, just to make sure that we, we stay in touch because podcasting is really fun. Um, it's much lower effort, sit down, record. I, I listen to it once as just to ver validate it and edit any, anything that really needs to go. But it is easier, and the 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 workload is lighter. And but I think you still get a lot of hopefully the same value out of it if you're looking to connect and just see what's going on behind the scenes. Let's take a second just to thank today's sponsor, NordVPN. You may know NordVPN because they've sponsored this podcast for the last few episodes. 
boy have they been delightful. NordVPN offers a whole plethora of services, but they're really focused right now on letting you know how to protect yourself from certain things like men in the middle attacks. I really look forward to making a little bit of like a, a video about this in a cafe here soon. But the idea is that if you go and you log on to a free Wi-Fi network, you just see like, hey, free cafe Wi-Fi, point super safe Wi-Fi network. I'll connect to that. Um, there's a good chance that that could be someone else's Wi-Fi network. And a Wi-Fi network, they're monitoring, and now they're monitoring all your traffic, seeing everything that's going through. Who knows what they could be capturing in the process? That is a man-in-the-middle attack. They're standing between you and the internet, and they're just watching everything come through. Kind of like your ISP. We're not going to go there right now. Anyways, if you want to turn on the protection that NordVPN offers and encrypt your traffic... It's a really good opportunity for you to protect yourself. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's how you protect yourself. I don't know about an opportunity, but I highly recommend going with NordVPN for a whole bunch of reasons. But it's really nice to know that if you're out and you maybe make a little bit of a mistake here or there, their threat protection will be monitoring and giving you some warnings like, hey, this looks suspicious. Maybe be careful. And uh, yeah, it's always nice to have a buddy hanging out with you, like tapping you on the shoulder, being like, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if you want to connect to that. Anyways, thanks to NordVPN for sponsoring this episode and so many episodes this season as we wrap up season one in the public feed. Go to... <laughs> if you'd like to sign up, please use my link in the description or go to nordvpn.com slash jswansonvpn. That's nordvpn.com slash jswansonvpn to get four months off of a two-year subscription right now. That's a pretty banging deal. Anyways, let's get back to the episode. And thanks again to NordVPN for sponsoring this. Back to the episode. So I'll keep doing these. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it between me and then the, the, the non-monologues with friends and family. So that's a lot of fun. And yeah, I think I'm just going to simplify it down. Finish a few vlogs. Wrap up. Re reinvest a lot of time and energy into improving the Paris in my pocket systems and guide and all that, and then jump back into a whole bunch of Paris in my pocket videos. Level those up, I think, again, too. There's some ways I can improve those. And then we'll see where that leaves us. By then, this person uh, whose name will remain nameless until it's official, but this person, because they haven't, I think, told some people they want to tell, and uh, we, we'll just leave it, but that person will be of great help in um, moving forward as well. And then I think we'll just kind of keep playing it by ear. And I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's all pretty touch and go in some ways as far as like, all right, well, we're going to let's, let's just get the next thing done, which is hard for me. Cause I like to think big picture as my sister called me out on. I like to really dream big and, and do all the things and do the biggest and, and bestest things. But I also don't always see it's not that I don't always see everything to completion I because I don't think that's a bad thing I think that you should be able and willing to drop stuff I didn't used to be able to drop anything that's why I kept posting a photo every day for 11 years and vlogging every day forever but I'm trying to be really good about testing out ideas and dropping them if they're just not going to work or if they're not living up to the hopes and expectations so keep testing stuff keep trying things and then keep just seeing where we go. And I'm hoping to find a spot where I'm like really excited um, to jump into something next, something bigger, something else. But the danger with that is, this is getting into real garage monologue territory because I'm thinking out loud. The danger in that is that I don't, 
fully appreciate and maximize what I have right in front of me, which I think is most obviously Paris in my pocket. And I need to stop thinking about what comes next to some degree. Like it's good to have an idea over the horizon if, to try and predict. But um, I think it's a fun project and it's a winner and you all seem to love it. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I know there are a few people out there that aren't, well, they like it, but they, they're disappointed in me at the same time. <laughs> but I think uh, I just need to like focus on it and stop jumping off into so many different directions. I also have to apply for French citizenship ASAP. Also encouraged by recent events to just get on top of that. So there's a lot on my plate. There's a lot to do. Definitely not shy for work. Um, but I'm, I, I guess I'm just grateful to be back. I, I was so excited to come back and I, to get a little bit more into the, the whole time away thing. I mean, like for me, when I went, I didn't take a full vacation. Like I, I think I took, I worked less. I worked a lot less. I only worked when I had the, the energy to do it because I needed a break. We were still, you know, uh, communicating and putting out some of those Paris in my pocket videos. Um, and there was a handful of other things going on. Had some interesting meetings. Um, an update on the Patreon ambassador program. It's been a lot of fun. I feel like it has added a lot of value. Um, they're doing a great job with the resources they've been given to start. So hopefully it sounds like things are going to start expanding there. So that's exciting. Um, but you know, I've had a lot of, I mean, I, I captured a lot of video from old VHS tapes and I have a lot more old video to capture and see if I can find some interesting stuff on mini DVs. That will be a project in and of itself. But in spending all this time with family, especially like I hardly really saw any friends, um, while I was in the States, I just kind of focused on family which is very good. But, you know, our family is just kind of going through some stuff and have been for a while. And um, on the one hand, nothing terribly dramatic, but on the other hand, definitely very impactful and, uh, and difficult. And I've never really fully talked about um, any of that stuff in the past because this is part of the reason I was going to therapy, but also because some of it's just private and some of it is so deeply tied to like my sense of identity in the past that I struggled with it because I was so ashamed of um, just as you may have noticed, I mean, just like my relationship with my mom realizing that I never really had one um, not for any lack of effort on my part, but I was unwilling and unable to see that until I was an adult. And then it's been a process over the last, maybe the last decade, but especially the last five years um, of really coming to terms with that and understanding that. And it's something that has had that we are all working through it. Well, my, I know that my sister and dad and I are working through, um, and it's, it's been really hard. Um, and it's been really, really painful. And where my dad and I went in North Idaho to the lake that, uh, we went with Cooper. That's where I took my dad. It's a friend of his place. Um, so his friends own that place. And that's where I took him when we had to move my mom into assisted living because of her uh, Parkinson's. And it was just, it was, it wasn't just because of that. I mean, like they were, they were struggling so hard. Uh, my dad and my mom 
to keep things together. Just their situation was just deteriorating really, 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 really rapidly. And so going back up there for my dad um, now, three years later, I think was good for him because he got to see how far he's come. And he's come a long ways. Like he was a shell of a person for a while there. He was really destroyed. Um, and it was really good for him to kind of take a, a measurement on that watermark and say like, oh, wow, like I, I've come a long ways. And I'm really happy that he has. And, and it's true. And he has. And we got to talk about that. And I'm grateful for that. For me, I think that it just brought back a whole bunch of other stuff. And it was not a fun time for me. I was really kind of miserable up there. It was nice to chill and to get away, but I was definitely a little agitated and a little kind of went through a mini depression. I really hope my neighbor's squeaky uh, blinds aren't coming through in the background. And I'm really sorry if they are, they it's, they've been like that for years. They have these automatic blinds that go up and down and they screech and they've never oiled them in like the decade that I've been here in the Chateau. And I wish that they would. Um, so for me, like I, I just had to work through some stuff and I'm still working through some stuff and I've got a long ways to go, but I've also come a long ways as well. I just didn't feel as excited about it. Um, and, uh, and unfortunately it's because also the things that I've come a long ways with, I have to, it's a journey I have to make alone, even though I'm thankful for the support of my dad and my sister. Um, the reality is what I want out of it, what I've always wanted out of it ever since I was a kid, I will never have. Um, I just will never have. And that's uh, accepting that has been just the hardest part, you know, and, and there's just so much that goes into that. Um, so much that goes into that. So I, I kind of went through like just this mini depression and really struggled when we were in North Idaho, um, met some cool people, um, and definitely had some highlights. But, uh, when I got to California, the first few days, I didn't really uh, get to see my sister or kids very much because they were really busy and her father-in-law was visiting. And that's fine. That's why I went for a long time. I wanted to go for a long time to make it possible, like the, to make myself available in case for when they had time. Because since they've adopted their kids, their kids need a lot of stability and routine. And um, they're great kids. But you know, I also <laughs> don't want to make uh, parenting any harder for my sister and her, her husband, they're, are, it's, they're, they're already putting in enough work as it is. And so I just was like, all right, well, I'll come. I'll get a place on my own. I'll be around when you are available and then we can hang out. And so for the first few days, I didn't really see them. And the good thing about that ended up being that I just needed some more time to myself um, to just be kind of down and miserable. And, um, and then I started coming up and out of it. And hanging out with the kids was really, really great. I got to babysit them one night, which was fun to give uh, the siblings, my siblings, I guess, uh, a night out. Their second night out or something like that. Third night out since they'd had the kids. It's not much. Um, I think my dad babysat a few times, so maybe it's a little more than that. But they've barely gotten to go off and be alone. Um, so that was really cool. And just I love spending time with them anyways. And they were just rejuvenating parts of my life. And... California does me good and just not go, go, going all the time was good for me. It was hard. I was itchy, but I needed it. And so by the end of that time, I felt very ready to jump in and uh, on a plane again. And so by the time I came back, like I was actually super excited to be back. And I am still excited to be back. I'm a little bit tired and obviously 
you can hear in my voice. There's just there's a lot on my mind and a lot on my on my heart, and um, a lot that I'm working through still. But the cool thing is that it generally has been two steps forward despite the steps back, um, and I'm I'm grateful for that. So now it's just a matter of actually like sticking to the plan to like take care of myself and to focus on what I think is best for the channel and for the future and everything else. I'm going to revamp some of the Patreon offerings. I've got some new stuff to, to give um, that I'm looking forward to handing out. And um, we've sent out a bunch of stickers. There's a bunch more to go. Uh, I, I think Kate got like only a big, she got a big portion of it done, but there's some that's waiting for me here to do. She left for the summer to do an internship somewhere else, which is exciting. And I think she's having a great time already. And, um, I think I think there's just there's just always a lot of work to do and I'm looking forward to getting it done. I think I'm just I just need to keep monitoring myself and get back into the rhythms and routines here. Cuz I was really excited to come back and um I'm so grateful to be here. And so I just don't want to screw it up. I think that's one of those things. It's funny how like you you can only be scared of losing something once you have it. And like I'm so grateful for the life that I have managed to build here and how established I am here and all the friends I have and the connections. The um, I kind of feel just like a known entity. And I'm just happy overall with my life. Pretty content. Uh, and I do have some itches to, to get out of town more to... There's a lot more that I want to be doing uh, in some ways when I think about it. But then in a lot of ways, man, like my life is pretty good. And that's actually one of the things that was really nice about traveling for a month, especially with Cooper, was that we just got out of our routines for a month. And I think in some ways we, were in, we weren't in any ruts, but like we, I needed to be shown how flexible he can really be. And he's, he did a great job. And that helps me to feel like, okay, like I need to start – the transition of he of him being less of a puppy and more of a dog. And we've got a ways to go on that. He's still a puppy, and I still cannot leave him unsupervised. Um, and I won't be able to probably for four to eight more months. <laughs> but um, so there's still, still a lot of work to do, still a lot of complications involved in having a dog. But the cool thing is that, you know, he's great. And as long as I'm taking care of him and making sure his needs are met and that he's, you know, a happy little healthy camper, like I can also start to build back a little bit of that time into my own life because he's been a full-time job for the last six months. Uh, and I'm, I'm so grateful that I, that I've put that time in and I wouldn't change that for anything. It also has just like been quite the burden to try and do all the other things I'm trying to do while also spending, you know, four to six hours of dedicated time with him every day. So at least, geez, I don't even know, actually, like sometimes it depends on the day. But yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a lot. And um, I'm tired for good reason. I need to remind myself of that. And now the trick is we had this long uh, meeting on Patreon. And I think a lot of a, a lot of people on the call were really struggling with that idea of like, how do I take care of myself while still producing and still getting enough out there? And I'm getting really close to not struggling with that anymore. That's like my goal is not to struggle with that anymore. It's like, no, actually putting my health and my well-being and my future self 
first is an investment in my audience and in my uh, creative pursuits and in my channel instead of feeling like, yeah, but I didn't get a video out this week, so everybody's going to leave me. And that goes back to that fear of losing what you have. I don't want to be controlled by that fear or any fear. I don't want to be controlled by fear. Um, I just have to, that's also why these garage monologues are so useful because this has been actually, again, really nice to sit and talk with you about it because I'm hearing myself talk and I'm hearing how I'm doing in that and I'm getting a gauge for it and like, okay, well, maybe I'm, I'm lower energy right now because I've been working all day. I've edited a video and a half and I'm jet lagged, probably still a little bit. Thankfully, I get over jet lag fairly quickly, but, um, but in the midst of that, like I also have so much to be grateful for and I am so thankful to be back and I'm so lucky to be here and I'm actually in a very good place overall, even if it doesn't feel like it exactly all the time and that's fine. Can't always feel great. Feeling neutral is also really nice. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's, there you go for the end of the season. I think the, the housekeeping of that is going to be that season one of the garage monologues i'm going to re um export into a public feed so this if you're listening to this on the private feed uh i'm also gonna the private feed i'm just gonna keep ad free because i think that uh nord we didn't really talk about it very specifically but i think nord vpn is only particularly interested in when these go public and i, I if you're a patron of mine why am I why am I putting ads in the patron only version? I don't want to do that. So the private version uh, will not have ads. The public version will retroactively maybe have some ads in them. Um, and if you're listening to this as a as a patron, then season two is going to start pretty soon. I think Lindsay was going to be my next guest. Lindsay or Nathan, um, we'll just kind of see. So we might start with a guest. Let me know. Maybe we'll make a little poll out of that. We can make a little poll on Patreon. That's actually kind of fun. And you can tell me, who do you want to be the first guest? I'll put, give you a couple options, and then I'll ask them to come on and be the first guest. And we'll get that started right away. And if you are not a patron, then you're going to have to wait like six months before you get to hear any of those. So jump on Patreon so you don't get too far behind because who knows what kind of behind-the-scenes tips and tricks you're going to get that won't be uh, that you'll already know by the time... It comes out because it'll already happened. Just trying to get you behind the scenes and a little bit ahead of the game here on Garage Monologues. Anyways, I'm enjoying making these. And thank you so much for listening. It's like, it is really good for me to sit down. This is one of the things that I do miss about vlogging and like daily vlogging so much is how much good thinking out loud often does for me. Um, and, uh, and thinking out loud to someone even if it's a camera, I know there are people on the other side and I know that uh, many of you care very much whether or not I'm doing okay and uh, I appreciate that. And we'll talk more about that at some point too. Like, what does that look like? All of us, there's so much to talk about. There's so much room, uh, so much ground to cover. There's just so much going on. And I'm so glad that you're here to participate, to be a part of it with me. So thank you so much for that. I'll leave you with that. Uh, I, there's so much more to come. What else to say? Uh, thanks for listening to season one of Garage Monologues, the most haphazard start to a podcast that I've ever launched. Certainly there's something out there more haphazard than this, but not that I'm aware of. And I will uh, see you bright and early one of these mornings soon over on YouTube. And again, here in your eardrums, in your ear canals.
you know, in a few weeks probably. Don't be a stranger. Thanks for listening to season 10 on the public feed. I really am glad that you're here and enjoy. I hope you're enjoying it. I mean, if you made it this far, I imagine you are enjoying it. Please feel free to leave some comments below about what you'd like to see in future seasons. Uh, and if you stay on the public feed, just be prepared to wait at least an extra season because it's going to, if I put that into action now, it's not going to be for another two seasons as far as you're concerned. But you, you'll get there soon enough. Don't worry. Hang in there. Thank you for listening or watching over on the YouTubes. You can listen to this anywhere that podcasts are found. And of course, subscribe to the Garage Monologues channel on YouTube to watch these or stream them on YouTube Premium. Highly recommended that. That is not a plug. They're not paying me for that. I just, I use YouTube Premium. I really like it a lot. It just makes my life better. Anyways, that was a random plug for YouTube. Like I need to plug them anymore. Have a great holiday season. Whenever you're listening to this, this is coming out in the holiday season. And uh, yeah, I'm going to stop rambling and let you go on to the next podcast. Why are you still listening to this?